This is Pastor George Pearson's welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm so excited to be here on the broadcast, being here at the Believer's Voice of Victory studio. Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, I thank you, I honor you, I appreciate you so much for imparting the word of faith into my life. When I first met them, I was 22 years old, 44 years ago. Do the math. Uh, <laughs> and I've been learning and serving them ever since that time. And what a privilege it is to be able to deliver the Word of God from this place. We are called by God. Kenneth Copeland Ministries is called by God to teach people the uncompromised Word of faith. We're called by God to, to reveal to them their rights and their covenant benefits and to teach this uncompromised Word of faith from the top of the world to the bottom, all the way around the middle on every available voice. You can access, by the way, the, the notes that I'm teaching from, these messages on kcm.org. Just go to the picture that you see of me on there. You can click onto it and you can get all of these notes as well as access all of the notes that we've been putting online for many years now, all of the prosperity broadcasts that Glory and I uh, are doing together as well as the other broadcasts that are on. And the reason we do this is so that you can study them, so that you are able to uh, take these these outlines and really dig into them. Pastors, I encourage you, especially this series that I'm teaching on, on persistent faith this week, you can be able to dig into this, use it as a series in your church, teach your congregation how to stand in this kind of persistent faith. Anyway, I just wanted you to be able to have these outlines as we teach this. We are talking about this week, persistent faith. We're talking about also the fact that persistence wears down resistance. Now, that can be the devil being persistent in your life, wearing down your resistance to stand, or it can be your persistence in life, wearing down the devil's resistance against you. And I want to remind you also that the Lord gave me on Monday a word concerning this series, and he talked to me about <clears throat> to talk to those who feel like their world is falling apart. It's, there's so much going on. The devil has tried to pile up this situation and that situation, and you've got this going on over here, and you've got that going on over there. And the most important thing that you can do is to take a time out and to be with us on the broadcast. And to get your spirit fed and to get your spirit built back up again because that is a strategy of the devil. We've been reading from Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What are the wiles of the devil? The wiles of the devil are the methods or the strategies that he uses to steal the word. To steal the word. If he can steal that word from you, he can shut you down. He can stop you. He can prevent you from living the good life that God has called us to live. But we're not going to let him do that. We're not going to let his persistence of lies... And that's what he uses. He uses lies. Because when you were born again, you were made in Christ Jesus. You were made the righteousness of God in Christ. And there were many things that took place on the inside of you that changed. 
that have been transformed. You become a new creation in him. So the devil's trying to tell you that you're not that. He's trying to tell you one of the things that he tries to do is remind you of your past. The things that you've been forgiven of. Maybe the things that you did before you were saved. Maybe things that you did after you were saved. He tries to bring you back to the past and remind you of what you did wrong. He is the accuser of the brethren. But Jesus is our advocate. He's our intercessor. He's our standby. He's the one that is in us, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, encouraging us. And, and, and we are to build up our faith by acknowledging every good thing that is in us in Christ Jesus. So what do we do where the devil is concerned? Well, <clears throat> we put on the armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. And what we have to do, we have to resist him. We got to resist him. And we got to be persistent about resisting the devil. In James chapter 4, turn over there if you would, if you got your Bible. James chapter 4, and let me read this to you. It says in verse 7 of James 4, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Well, we should do that. Father, I submit myself to you right now. Right now in the middle of this studio, I submit myself to you. I submit my life to you. And then it says, resist the devil. So it says we submit ourselves to God. That's how we, that's how we function with him. But then it says where the devil is concerned, we resist the devil. And when we resist the devil, he will flee from you. When you resist the devil, he will flee from you. The amplified translation of this says, resist the devil, stand firm against him. And he will flee from you. I've heard Brother Copeland say this. I've heard Brother Hagen say this. I've heard others say this. That you've got to hand it to the devil. He is a persistent cuss. Well, that's what he is. He's persistent. He's persistent in his lies. He's persistent in his desire to stop you. To shut you down. To bring fear into your life. And to make the word of God of none effect on the inside of you. The devil's plan is to consistently persist in his maneuvers until he wears us down and we give up. It's a wrestling match. It's a wrestling match where you've got two opponents against each other and they're trying to wear each other down. That's what the devil's trying to do to you. He's trying to wear you down. Until we give up. But you can't give up. You're not going to give up. Do you hear me? You're not going to give up. You're not going to quit. You are not going to quit. Get control of this in the word of God. Get control of that pile up that the devil has tried to bring into your life. Financial. Physical. Family. Relational. It seems like it's all piling up. And you take your authority. You speak to that pile in the name of Jesus. You command it to be cast into the sea. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. That mountain of frustration, that mountain of fear.
Well, we're supposed to resist the devil. And our persistence in God's word will wear down the devil's resistance. I'll repeat that. That's important. Our persistence in the word of God will wear down the devil's resistance. Now, let me give you very quickly a very a short Greek study of the word resist. I thank my dear friend Rick Renner, Pastor Rick Renner from Moscow, for providing this information from uh, Sparkling Gems, which if you don't have Sparkling Gems, you need to go online and order your copy of Sparkling Gems, book one and book two. It is a daily devotional by Rick Renner, and it is magnificent. I use it a lot for my study. But the word resist in the Greek means to stand against, to stand in opposition. I'll quote Rick, Pastor Rick from Sparkling Gems. It is a word that demonstrates the attitude of one who is fiercely opposed to something and therefore determines that he will do everything within his power to resist it, to stand against it, and to defy its opposition. That's us. That's us. It demonstrates our attitude, the spirit of faith of we are fiercely opposing the devil and determining that we will do everything within our power to resist him, to stand against him and to defy his opposition. And then Pastor Rick gives an expanded and he calls it a more contemporary interpretation of this James 4, 7. And it's this, stand firmly against the devil. That's right. Be unbending and unyielding in the way you resist him so that he knows he's up against a serious contender. If you'll take this kind of stand against him, he will tuck his tail and run like a criminal who knows the day of prosecution is upon him. Once you start resisting him, he will flee from you in terror. So the devil endeavored to wear down Jesus' resistance to the temptations in the wilderness. And Jesus showed us exactly how to resist the devil's persistence. So we go now to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. And now as I was studying this, the Lord reminded me, This is exactly what was going on with Jesus in the wilderness. The devil was persistently trying to wear down Jesus' resistance. And he was at a disadvantage. He had not eaten. He was hungry. And the devil came to him and he was tempting him. Tempting him. Trying to get him to submit to him. Ain't going to work. Not going to happen. Not going to take place. Because Jesus here demonstrates to you and me how to do it. How to resist the devil. Let me read it to you. In verses 1 through 4. Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being tempted for 40 days by the devil. There's that 40 days again. Remember we talked yesterday about Goliath? He came out there 40 days. There's something about that 40 days, isn't there? Well, he tempted him for 40 days. And in those days, he ate nothing. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. I mean, obvious, obvious. Jesus is hungry. 
And so he's telling him, you can command that stone to be bread. But Jesus is operating on much higher level, on, on a much higher level. He said he command, to command this stone to be bread. But listen to this. Jesus answered him saying, there's our key right there. We answer the temptation. We answer the fear. We declare out loud saying the word of God. Jesus said, it is written. That's what you have to say. Devil, it is written. My faith is the victory that overcomes the world. It is written in the word of God. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Verses 5 through 8. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, see, the devil's talking to him. That's what the devil's been trying to do to you. He's been trying to talk you out of your strong stand of faith. Don't let him do it. So he said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. Again, Jesus answered him and he said to him, Jesus spoke the word. That's how you resist the devil. You speak the word of God. And that's how the devil will back off. The word of the living God is a weapon. It is a weapon of our warfare. The spoken word of God contains the the necessary dynamite, explosive power to cause the devil to back away from you. You need to do it by faith and believe it. Believe it. Devil, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Those words, those words that you speak, it's like that disturbing whistle noise that goes into the ear of a dog. It is the, the, it's a wavelength. It's a supernatural wavelength that cuts down into the very heart of the demonic forces and causes them to be pushed back. And to fall. That's what praise does. Praise pushes back the enemy and causes him to fall. Well, <clears throat> Jesus answered him and said, get behind me, Satan, for it is written. It is written. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. So you see here in that next temptation, the resistance his, he was resisting the devil and he was saying, it is written, it is written, it is written. In verse 9, then he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, major key, major key, you answer it. You answer it with the word. He said to him, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So the devil, he kept doing this for 40 days. 
I don't think these were the only things that he said. These three things he said to Jesus, it was constant. It was constant. It was constant. He was tempting him 40 days, 40 days. And you know what Jesus was doing? He was answering him and he was saying, it is written. It is written from the word of God. And he spoke that word of God. And finally, finally, in verse 13, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed until an opportune time. He fleed. He fleed. He fled. Excuse me. He fled. As it says in James 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee from you in stark terror. That's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus did. He submitted himself unto God and then he resisted the devil. And as he's resisted the devil by speaking the word of God, the devil fled from him in stark terror. In the Passion Translation, verse 13 says, that finished the devil's harassment for the time being. That finished him. That finished him for the time being. So he stood off at a distance, retreating until the time came to return and tempt Jesus again. That was going to be fruitless. That was going to be something that he'd run into Jesus time and time and time again and could not stop him. Because every time it is written, it is written, it is written. And then it says in verse 14, throughout this whole thing, the devil's pounding. He's pounding at him. He's pounding at him. And when the devil's pounding at you, this is an opportunity to stand strong in the word. It really is an opportunity to exercise your faith and get stronger. In everything that we have faced here at Kenneth Copeland Ministries, I've been around since 1976, and I've seen a lot of challenges, and I've seen a lot of things that we have faced. And as I've shared with you on many occasions, with Gloria, we we faced the $6 million deficit here. But you know what? We overcame it. And there's something about that, that as we exercised our faith and took our stand of faith, we got stronger. We got stronger on the inside. So the devil loses. He loses because every time he tries to do that to us, and it says in the book of James, it says, my brethren counted all joy. James 1, 2. My brethren counted all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith puts patience to work. Let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. It puts the force of patience to work. And the force of patience, I wrote it down here in my Bible, it's an endurance that outlasts any assault. It is the ability to act like it, that you have it, that before you can see it. And it answers every doubt and fear with the word of God. You, You are undergirded by that. So what I'm saying to you is, what you're going through right now, I mean, get on your faith, order the materials, get, get on these, these outlines, listen to these broadcasts again and again, because you are training yourself to be strong in the Lord. The devil just can't win. He can't win. And so it says in verse 14, Jesus returned in the power of the spirit to Galilee. And in the Passion Translation, it said, Jesus, then Jesus, armed with the Holy Spirit's power, returned to Galilee, and his fame spread throughout all the region. 
So he came out of this thing stronger. You're coming out stronger. We're coming out stronger. And I wrote this down. We must be more persistent with the truth of God's word than the devil is with his lies. We must be more persistent. And I thought about something, and I'll share this really quickly with you. I got saved in 1972. And this was the first Bible that I had. This living Bible. I was going to a church. I was, I was 19 years old. Somebody recommended this living Bible to me. And this, this is the actual living Bible that I started my life in faith with. And I was looking up the living Bible translation of the scripture in Luke chapter four. And I found something very interesting. This was a revelation that I got when I was 19 years old. And I was looking through this in Luke chapter four and wherever it said, Jesus, I crossed it out and I wrote I, and it said, when when Jesus tempted him for 40 days, I wrote me. And listen to this. This is how I read it. And I, I read it yesterday. I'm like, whoa. I, full of the Holy Spirit, uh, was tempted, and Satan tempted me for 40 days. I ate nothing at that time. I was hungry. Satan said, if you're God's son, tell the stone to be, become a loaf of bread. And I replied, it is written in the scripture. Other things in life are more important than bread. Then Satan took me up and revealed to me the kingdom of the world in a moment of time. And the devil told me, I'll give you all these splendid kingdoms in their glory for their mind to give. If you'll only bow, bow down on your knees and worship me. I replied, we must worship God and him alone. Anyway, I went through this whole, the Satan took me to Jerusalem to a high roof. And I replied, the scriptures also say, do not put the Lord your God to a foolish test. When the devil had ended all the temptations, he left me. <laughs> he left me anyway and, and for a while. And I returned full of the Holy Spirit's power. So I got that revelation when I was 19 years old. And now all of these years later, I went back to it. You can do the same thing. When the devil is tempting you and right in the middle of what's going on, you make that declaration. It is written. It is written and it is said. And I declare the word of the living God. I am. I walk in victory. I walk in victory. Victory is mine. And I've got 30 seconds left. And I wanted to read this scripture to you because this is one scripture that you can look to. And that's Romans chapter 8. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor principalities, or powers, or things present, or things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any of the creatures shall ever be able to separate me from the love of Christ. Christ Jesus, our Lord, you are more than a conqueror, and I will be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.